one thing I forgot to mention in the previous couple episodes this year is 2020 is a census year. Oh, it is. Yeah, that's very important to us. We talked about that all the time before. So if this podcast continues into the next year, which it probably will, I'm guessing we'll have new census data on all of the little towns we do. It's June, right? Is when it comes out. Whoa, who's that voice? Who is that voice (laughs) speaking? Who is that? (laughs) Okay. Are we live? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, we're we're live. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's completely fine. Yeah. Uh... Welcome to Small Town Radio. Wait, we, okay, go ahead. I'm your host, Maxim. Uh, this is the show where we have the biggest facts about the smallest towns, smallest places. Haven't decided that last word. Uh, that's your other host. Here, here. And yes. Today we have another special guest on the episode. This is our friend. You can introduce yourself. Yes, Trevor uh, Glassman. I am <laughs> friend. My name is Trevor Glassman. I'm from Bedford, New Hampshire, and I'm on the best the best podcast about small towns. Wow. We definitely paid them. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, Trevor's one of our stand-up comedian friends. Um, a dog shit open micer, just like us. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Very debatable. I'm a very dog debatable. pisser open micer. I am. <laughs> um, yeah. How you, how you doing? I'm doing great. I am. How are you? <laughs> I, I would say that I'm, I'm really excited for this podcast and I, and I, I really was until Maxim introduced me as a dog shit open micer. It's okay. That's what I call myself. <laughs> I, uh, other than that, fantastic. <laughs> um, well, speaking of that, so last time we talked, we, Didn't I absolutely I, light you up. <laughs> <laughs> Completely flamed me at the start. <laughs> Connor. What? Who's that? It's your turn. Oh, yes. Um, so <laughs> thank you for having me on. I should probably say that. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. That's really it's really important that we say thank yous on this show. I always say thank yous. I used to always say thank yous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have an ongoing bit where I never say it. <laughs> it's to me. But we um, so mailbag, we tr- we're starting to do a mailbag up top, right? Oh, yeah. We don't have any, we have an email about advertisement stuff that we're working on, um, but I don't think we have anything else. Oh, uh, you don't know that. Let's check the Gmail right now and let's uh, see if we have any- Drum roll, please. <gasps> no listener no mail. No listener mail. Well, um, <laughs> a friend, my friend, uh, <laughs> we can count this as one of our shout outs. Oh, we also need to collect shout outs for the episode coming out tomorrow tomorrow or aka seven days ago yeah last monday (laughs) um but uh my friend amber Schottke, she reached out with a photo that we'll post later her parents were in Truckee, and it's in a it's a funny picture because it's like half her parents face and in the background just some tent at uh a a market an outdoor market so it really could be anywhere in the country (laughs) but she's she said uh that she loves listening and to keep up the good work and she I think she'll try and find a different photo for us. But it was, it was really funny and really nice that she reached out and was like, you are number one podcast ever. Oh, number one ever. I might've ad libbed that part. She oh, said okay. she loved it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, this is obviously like by the time this comes out, the thing 
we might have new pictures, but retro, like I also want to say a double shout out to Campbell for sending in the pictures of Idlewild. We love the photos. They're yes. very good. Very funny. <laughs> um, we also have Reed Chuda. He sent photos in. I think those are going out next week of Leavenworth. Well, last week of Leavenworth. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. So we have some other photos. And uh, so, yeah, if you are in a place that we have talked about and you send photos there in that location, we'll, we'll post it on Instagram. We'll tag you, of course. Um, and what was it? Oh, also Jack Swimer, our, our buddy. You Here know, he is again. He, uh, he said we should ask the Golden Leaf in Hampstead, New Hampshire to be an advertiser. Because that? that's the place with the Crab Rangoon. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's the best Crab Rangoon. And I talk about it so much, they should be paying me. How many, how many customers do you think you've brought in there from talking about Jack, the crab Jack talks about it. I bet, I bet at least two. I've just been thinking about merch for them. You can literally just sell crab rangoon. <laughs> we should have promo code. Oh my gosh. Imagine us like that's our merch is like crab <laughs> rangoon. Like, like vacuum sealed and sent in like a fax box. <laughs> like here's your crab rangoon. Enjoy. It's cold <laughs> and the cheese is uh, questionable at this point. <laughs> is it the, I had something else I wanted to say, but I've since forgotten. Um, Shout outs. Uh, oh, oh yes. Okay. So this is, this is big. I, I preface this with Maxim. We've recently started putting uh, our potential episode name on Instagram as a question with the right answer, but actually it's a poll. Yes. And it's, it's a poll. The only reason we do that is because if you do a poll, you can only have two things on Instagram. So we have a quiz instead with a right answer. And I, posting these things, have always just put the right answer as the last one for the two that we've done it just for consistency. So it's not like yeah, I have, like there's a preference to any of them. Um, but now tw- we've only done it twice and twice it's been a landslide. Twice it's been a landslide for the last one. The one that is the right quote unquote answer. Mm-hmm. I went through it the other day or okay. this morning. I went through and I checked who was liking that one. And it was almost exclusively people who did not follow us, which means it might be bots. And they're just coming in and hitting the right answer. Well, they're, they're like, there might be an algorithm. They're like, oh, we're going to be a part of this quiz. So they look at, we get people coming to ours and we're going to guess the right one. Interesting. That's my that's my conspiracy theory, but it makes sense because I went through it. And I'm like, I don't think I recognize any of these 20 people that voted for this one. And I don't think you're telling me that Skynet is rigging our episode title election polls. I yeah. Isn't can how else could you explain that? Almost everyone who doesn't follow us like that one. They're small town Russian bots. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Small Town Radio, the pl- the show with the biggest facts with the smallest election stakes. <laughs> but I think that I'm going to experiment with this episode, so you won't know until following. It's the whole time travel. We have things. time problems. Yeah, yeah. But I I think that's an issue. I really do because it's weird that both times it's been a landslide for the one that's been correct. And it's people who don't actually follow us. Cause I didn't even notice that. Well, I went through too, and we have like 28 votes and only 25 people have actually viewed the story too, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know if that's an Instagram thing or whatever, but it, there's enough evidence to say that we might be getting hacked. Wow. Not I, hacked, uh, influenced. 
I do love the idea. <laughs> I do love the idea that there's like, like a, like a huge army of like Russian bots and trolls, to like rig our big election. But then there's like little departments to rig every type of voting. <laughs> like that's out there. Like They got to work their way up. Yeah. <laughs> just like small Instagram polls being like girls posting their makeup, which eyeshadow do you prefer blue or orange? And then there's like a Russian guy who's like orange. <laughs> like, <laughs> Small time Reagan radio. <laughs> it starts with orange and ends with democracy. That's how they, that's how they build their way up. Practice makes perfect. I, I think that's wild. I really don't do. discriminate the traction though. Take no, the traction. I know. Yeah. Keep doing Take it. it. Well, the, the next step is to choose not the last one and see like put it, put it like pee pee poo poo podcast. It's like the second one and make that the right answer. <laughs> Just really absolutely trash name. Maybe like something offensive or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Just, just the C word five times. <laughs> city, mean, city, city. <laughs> um, uh, do you, uh, do you have an Instagram? Do you want to promote yourself? Yeah. I, I have one. Do I want to promote myself? No, I actually hate Instagram, but it's very important for some reason. I don't know. Marketing. I think they call it networking. Um, yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> my Instagram is at T glass underscore three. Number three. That's it. T glass underscore three, two, one, a two S's. Yeah. Underscore T like the 20th letter in the alphabet glass like a window <laughs> underscore like under a score <laughs> and three like the third number there it is yeah is t uh, really the 20th letter in the alphabet uh, i improvised that but I, it could be right U V W X Y Z. yeah 20 19 19 or 20 <laughs> i know m is 13 because when i was a kid i was like obsessed with like numbers and letters matching up so. i know c is, is the seventh one <laughs> Um, in Spanish. Also, I was I was really hoping you were gonna go T, twentieth letter in the alphabet. G, eighth letter in the alphabet. L. No, I'm not twelfth letter. Yeah. Um, like you just have a whole numerology. You come into this show, <laughs> like oh my god, our friend's really neurotic. <laughs> numerical is important. Being numerical is important. This world is a number. This world is a numbers game. Oh, can I plug my Twitter? Because I have funny jokes on there that sure, yeah, yeah, definitely are underrated. And by that, I mean no one favorites them. So, what do I follow um, you on Twitter? I must. Yeah, but I'm also, I'm also kind of not as active on it. But it's still still fun. T underscore glass three. So it's the inverse of my Instagram. Naturally. Wild, wild. Um, as you do that, I'll plug our podcast. You know, we are at ST Radio Pod on Instagram and Twitter. It's important to remind people that you should listen to this podcast mm-hmm. yep. and uh, also subscribe. We have a five-star rating. We have three ratings on uh, on oh, what, what? Apple Podcasts. We haven't read them out. Not not comments. I think... I'd check if we have comments. I know we have ratings. We're five stars on inst- on. Uh, on iTunes, um, you can email us at smalltownradiopodcast at gmail.com with advertisements, uh, uh, inquiries, um, other towns, pictures, whatever. You can also do that on social media platforms. And um, yeah, 
if you if you haven't as uh, rate us on uh apple Podcasts, wow. five stars we do have three we, we have three do we have any comments we have we have one review and i'm we, gonna be honest i think this one's for my mom oh uh, <laughs> Uh, fun new podcast. As someone who listens to podcasts constantly, I'm always looking for something new and different. This is a fun look at small towns I've never heard of. Dot, 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 dot. The two hosts have a nice, comfortable vibe and are easy to listen to. And I love my baby boy, Max. So <laughs> that's really nice. Thank you, uh, Maxim's mom. Cindy. Cindy. Um, I don't know if she still listens because she hates that I swear on the podcasts. <laughs> she definitely listened to quite a few episodes. She but. just listens to my part. Just, yeah, she just, yeah. yeah. She puts uh, your track in the right ear, my track in the left ear, and then takes her left earbud out. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a tweet from Trevor Glassman. Don't let Tom Brady and the New England Patriots lo- losing distract you from the fact that Cookie Monster from Sesame Street never got type 2 diabetes. Crying like <laughs> face. It's important. Follow him on Twitter. Stay woke, people. The things that really matter. <laughs> Sesame Street's a brilliantly written show. Also. Oh, yeah. I watched Sesame Street till I was like 13. I'm yeah, s- I still watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's like, I just shut it off <laughs> right before we started. Um, we, do we want to get underway? Uh, we're like 13 minutes in. Oh, yeah, we should probably get underway. Yeah, we're going to get underway. So um, I'm going to do my town first. You're welcome. Um, so I'm not thanking you yet. I haven't, I haven't heard shit. So I don't know. Well, I, I'm going to, I'm going to just, so you know, I'm going to push you away and I'm going to pull you back. Just, just be ready. Okay. Ooh, a man. That's hard to get. <laughs> so <laughs> my town, and should I, we have a theme. Am I revealing the theme? Are they guessing? What, what do you oh, think yeah. the theme is audience? Oh yeah. We should just talk about the theme today. Yeah. We got a theme. It's dog shit open mics. <laughs> dog shit open mics. According to Maxim. Also, we're hilarious. I think that's important to say. We are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a show and I, I We're self really well. funny people. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> the theme, though, is this is the New Hampshire episode because Connor's from New Hampshire, Trevor's from New Hampshire, and they're from a similar area in New Hampshire. So they're going to do their towns, their hometowns. Uh, and then I, well, if. Yeah, I'll explain. And then. I, I did another town, New Hampshire, even though I don't give a from. fuck about it, and, you know, <laughs> and fuck the Patriots. So uh, your mom's not going to like that. Yeah. Your mom just took out her left ear <laughs> yeah. and started crying. <laughs> so, um, so we really lost, <laughs> but my, my, uh, Colorado friends will be like, Oh yeah. Fuck the Patriots for real. So that's they'll, they'll put their, they'll put, they'll put their left earbud extra in. <laughs> they love it. Can I say something about New Hampshire before you start? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So besides two of the greatest people in American history being from there, meaning me and Connor, mm-hmm. I am not a fan of many of the small towns in New Hampshire. <laughs> Some may say I'm not even the biggest fan of my own, but for this episode, I have done my best to research the coolest things and bring the most positive attitude. Oh, you know, but I'm building my brand also, and it's important to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> You're already doing better than Alex did when he came on the episode. Was like, fuck all your small towns. No, there what was, what accent was that? That was not Australian. That's what that was. <laughs> I was trying. Um, okay. 
All right. That's that's a okay. So we already went through my actual hometown <laughs> of Hampstead, New Hampshire, and I was going to go back through it, but I want to touch upon a different one. I feel like that's like a big episode, like the 100th episode I'm going to go back or the 20th episode or the, the Not 16th the New episode. Hampshire episode. <laughs> well, I got another place in New Hampshire because I know we went to we we were in the same division for for we being Trevor and, and Connor. Yeah, for high school sports. And I'm not going to lie, when I was there, my town dominated track and field, the most watched sport <laughs> in America. So, uh, wait, wait, I, what, what year did you graduate? 18. And Trevor? College. No, high school. <laughs> high school. It just said 18. What? Yeah, 18. What the fuck? <laughs> what year did you graduate high school? You got to be more specific. Oh, 14. 14, really? 14. Yeah, that's four wow. plus fours. Okay, well, I didn't think about it that way. I went to college for five years. Oh. Everyone's life path is different. Interesting. So I graduated high school in 2012. Okay, same. But then I went to a boarding school after I graduated and did a fifth year of high school strictly for basketball. What? Really? Yeah, that's a common wow. thing. And then 2013, I went to college. What? Yeah. I never, that's a thing. That's that, a big thing in New Hampshire. Right? Like people do it for hockey. People do it for basketball. People hold their kids back a year in elementary school so that way they can be more physically developed um, for high school sports. They can just be a year ahead. That's a, it's a fairly common thing. That's crazy. You know, what's crazier because this is a small town podcast. My boarding school was New Hampton school in a small town called New Hampton, New Hampshire mm-hmm. it has like 210 people in the town. Wow. 210. That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. It's like out in the woods somewhere way out in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I was isolated and all I could do was dribble and shoot. There's 210 so. people, only one basketball. <laughs> <laughs> you have to check it out at the town hall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Now so we went to go. rival high schools. I went to a school in location, Derry, New Hampshire. All right. Thunderous round of applause. Uh, as everyone know, I grew up in Hampstead, which is... Uh, just east of Derry, New Hampshire, which, you know, is what it is. So population of Derry is 33,109, <laughs> according to the 2010 above. census, an estimated at 33,667 in the, I, I don't know, copy, 2018 estimate. Um, That's not small. Yeah, yeah, I know. I told it's you I was going to push you town. away. Just wait, though. No, um, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn off the podcast. <laughs> Stop listening right now. Although it's a town, although this is true, although it's a town and not a city, it is the fourth most populous community in the state. I didn't win you. That's not the thing to win you back. Wow. Here's the thing to win you back. Derry is also a census designated place in the town of Derry. So there's a CDP within the town. And interesting. Yes. It is um, the CDB, C, CDP compromises the urban center of the town as well as the village of East Derry and connected to the and connected suburban areas. The population of the CDP is twenty two thousand fifteen at the two thousand ten census. So, isn't that wild? I I thought because I was like, you know what, this is kind of high. I don't know if I'll, I'll really stick with it, but I didn't realize you can have a CDP within a town. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I mean, it kind of makes sense just because like the CDP is just like 
land designation. But, but it, it's also a way you can have a CDP without an actual town. Right. It's So it's only for census purposes. Isn't it like, see, I pushed him away and now I'm winning him back. He's typing away furiously on his computer to figure out what is going on here. That's not true at all. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had to type something because I forgot. A, I forgot a thing. I forgot to put a number in it. And I was like, oh, I, gotta, oh. I have to use a number later and I want to make sure I have it. Well, Trevor's here. He, he does type in it. difference between the CDP and CBD. <laughs> <laughs> Will a C- Both in that town of Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Will a CDP make my joints feel better? <laughs> <laughs> Can um, I give my dog a, C- a CDP and have it go to sleep? <laughs> your mom's left earphone is in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's uh, I, I I wanted I knew it was going to be high, but then I knew I, I could win you back with some nice census C- designation. Yeah, nice. isn't that isn't that fascinating, folks? That I just home. watched the win back happen. It was insane to be there. <laughs> you guys only get the gratitude of audio, but whew. well, some of them still watching. <laughs> <laughs> One day we're gonna get video on this. Just kidding, no promises. But yeah, it'd be cool. I think we could. I think I don't think it'd be that difficult to do actually, because um, we don't really edit anything out. We just clean up the audio. True. That's, that's uh. So this is fact number zero. Ground fact fact zero. Okay. So, um, this is the town I went to high school in or East. That's fact zero. Yeah. Yeah. The, the town that's, I think that's important to state that I was there. That is the most important thing. Uh, I have graced this land, which is your land, but really this land is my land from Hampstead, New Hampshire to the New York Island. If you weren't one back before, you're definitely one back. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I went to Pinkerton Academy, which is... You went to a what? Pinkerton Academy. Pinkerton. Which like is the a, Weezer album? Yes, exactly. Um, I hate Weezer. And it is... So it's a, it's a private high school. Um, it's a public high school that's run privately. So there's like a board of trustees. And it's one of the oldest high schools in the state. Mm-hmm. It was founded in 1814. And for those of you... Excuse me. Following along, I was the 200th year. My graduation oh, was the 200th year. That's kind of cool. The bicentennial. We were not the 200th class, but we were the 200th year. Um, there used to be also an all-girls school. Pinkerton used to be an all-guys school that was also founded uh, really early on. But there's Derry holds two of the oldest uh, schools in the state. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, also, well, go ahead. Sorry. Backtrack. Yeah. A privately run public school. Mm-hmm. How does that work out. So it gets public funding, mm-hmm. but it has a headmaster. It has a board of trustees that runs oh, it. Yeah. I don't, no wonder you're such a Harry Potter. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was great because, uh, it just actually Pinkerton for all like joking aside, it really prepared me well for college and like it had a big open campus. Mm-hmm. So you like walk, you like seven minutes between classes to go passing in. Like, I don't know. It's just like everyone it was who a I talked to vibe. Yeah, yeah. Everyone who I talked with also, it's the largest school in the state. Mm-hmm. So there's 3000 kids yeah. you're sending. From. Wow. There's four towns that actually go right. Derry, Chester, Auburn, and Hampstead all mm-hmm. send to their kids. But because it's private, people can also tuition in. So you can get like hooks it. And we also accept Auburn students and like, you get a lot of people coming in. So you get to meet a lot of new people. It was, wow. it was really cool. Okay. Um, but also fact zero, it has worse Chinese food than Hampstead, New Hampshire, worse crab Rangoon. You might be thinking, hey, Connor, have you tried Chinese food in Terry, New Hampshire? No, I haven't, but I know. (laughs) Uh, But they do have a great Greek restaurant called Caspian. And if you're wondering, are they paying me? 
They sure should be. I went there all the time. <laughs> uh, that's fact zero. Okay. okay we're going to wow. move along. A lot of fact zero. Yeah. Um, fact zero sounds like an operation. It's kind of sick. <laughs> yeah. Fact zero, I feel like, is like, it's like Newton's like zero with law. Like stuff exists. <laughs> zero with law. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's almost like a fact zero is like this town is on a landmass. Like it's just like obvious. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is the moving on to the first fact. The, the town was named after the city of Derry in Ireland. The Irish word Dierdy. Oh yeah, we looked up the yeah, audio. Listen for this to this beforehand. real quick. This listen is to the this. pronouncer that he was trying to. This figure is so out. it's spelled D I. Uh, sorry, I lost my place. I was reading. It's spelled D-O-I-R-E. D-O-I-R-E. And this is how it's pronounced. I'll probably put it in in post, but just listen to this uh, real quick. Real, real, real quick. Real, real, I'm, uh, real quick. I got to turn up my volume on the computer. Here we go. So it's spelled D-O-I-R-E. Dere. <laughs> Dere. Daddy? <laughs> I have no clue. No clue at all. I, that's, yeah, it's D-O-I-R-E. And um, Did it? that's uh, in one of the dialects, the Irish dialects. And I'll, I'll put that in post so you all can hear it. And Is there more pronouncers? Oh, yeah. Do you want to hear the rest? Yeah, let's hear the rest. Okay. Let's do a full review of the three. Okay, that's the first one. Here's a different one. Dede. Dede. Very, very different. Dede. 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 Yeah. That one sounds like doire, but really dede. It's, um, it's, so yeah, it's named after that place. Uh, so when you say, wait, no, 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 that's named. So that the town in Ireland is named after that word, which is, which, uh, means Oak Grove. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And here's something. Um, the first potato planted in the United States was sown in Derry, the town's, uh, in the town's <laughs> common field in 1719. And you might be thinking, how do you know that? It said it on Wikipedia. <laughs> I don't, I have no clue. That seems like something that it's like the, the first honey factory being in the United States, being in Hampstead, New Hampshire. I have no clue if that's true, but that's what Wikipedia said. First potato sown in, in the United States. In the United States. Okay. Ever. Well, by like, okay. Interesting. Cause I think potatoes are native to South America. I, I have no clue. There, I know it's like a new world food, not like an old world, like European food. Well, even though they're like vastly incorporated now, I think potatoes were found and then brought back. I kind of hope, I, I kind of believe this fact, even though it's on Wikipedia, which is our primary strongest source, is made up. I'm Googling potato origins, which sounds like a, <laughs> like a dramatic RPG. Um, the potato was first domesticated in the region of mo- modern-day southern Peru and northwestern Bolivia between 8,000 and 5,000 BC. Yeah, so I don't... It, you know what, Wikipedia, I love that fact because I was like, I know everything I'm going to talk about and I need something to spice it up and show how dumb I can be. And then you, you provided Wikipedia. I, I love you. I do. Okay, so here's another thing. This is uh, from Wikipedia as well. This is a different, this is fact too. From Ooh. Wiki, the town's nickname, Space Town, derives from the fact that Derry is the birthplace of Alan Shepard, the first astronaut from the United States in space. Oh. And also a fact, I've never heard Derry referred to as Space Town. <laughs> so, I learned 
from you. The Astro, shockingly, is short for astronaut. And that's uh, Pinkerton's mascot. Yes. And then I did a number of minutes thinking about it and associated the Houston Astros with Houston. We have a problem. I don't know if they're related (laughs) or that's where... NASA you know, that, NASA shoots rockets off from Houston or in that area. I I, I was I was shocked when I found it, it took me. I was shocked. I'm supposed to say it into the microphone. I said it out to the wall. <laughs> I was shocked when I found out that Astro was short for astronaut, and I I couldn't believe. You know, this is it's a really dumb thing, but my first fact is going to tie this all together when I, when it's my turn. Yeah, and it, you guys are going to laugh about it. So okay. it's really cool. Moral of the story. I will say that I was right now years old when I just made the association that the Houston Astros means like astronauts, like space. Oh my God. I surrounded by that, it. Oh it may have goodness. just gone over people's head. Oh my God. That's a rocket pump. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like Astro might be, sh- is short for astronaut, but also Astro is just like space in general. It's like the term, like, you know, astrology, astronomy. So it's like, Oh yeah. Is it like the Houston astronauts or is the well, Houston space? The basketball team is the Houston rockets. So I'm pretty sure it's referring to, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even think about that one either. <laughs> yeah. That oh, makes so geez. much sense. Wow. Okay. It's a big town fact. It's okay. It's okay. We don't need to know it. Okay. Let's stop talking about Houston. Okay. They're not, they're not included. They're not a small town and they're humid. And so, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, Wikipedia, you know, is doing me good. Cause I've never heard dairy referred to as space town in the entire time I've been there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Alan Shepard is there that you have the Alan Shepard farm that I drove to past every day going to school, mm-hmm. probably where the first potato was planted near close by. Um, also, uh, in 1936, uh, Alan Shepard went to Pinkerton Academy. So he's wow. also an alumnus from there. And he did graduate, if you were wondering. Um, As opposed to... Not graduating. You who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you who graduated in 2018 yeah. at the age of 23? Yeah. No? Yes. How old uh, are you? 22. I was 22 at the time. When you graduated? <laughs> I'm 24 now. You're 24. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, if you're gonna pull out pull out the full official name for our, for our buddy, um, it's Rear Admiral Alan Bartlett Shepard Jr. Goodness. Yeah, Rear Admiral. Um, and if you're wondering, he so going into space, you know, you have uh, the Russians beat us to putting a person in space. They had someone orbit into orbit before we did. Um, right. That's uh, Yuri. Gar Gagarin. We looked this up of Gagarin. Yuri Gagarin. They had someone in, and then no, you're a Gagarin. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna kill for people who know my set. <laughs> um, and but then we tried to put people into space. He never orbited, but he went to like suborbital space. He was the first U.S. person from space, not the first human in space, right? Um, and then he did walk on the moon in 1971. So two years after we put the first person on the moon. The Russians made it to the moon? No, we put someone on the moon in 1969. Right. And then out Shepard oh, walked to the moon. American. Seven, yeah. There was never a Russian spacewalk or a moon. I don't know. I have no clue. Google again. Google again. Um, the moon landing was flat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a flat moon theorist. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, 
so yeah, that's that's how we got our nickname, the Astros. Um, and if you're wondering, hey, how how did the track team that do in the 2013-2014 year when you were a senior? Uh, we won the triple crown, folks. No one was there to watch. <laughs> Nobody ex- can verify that because no one was there to see it. I expected people to start crawling through the window to come support, <laughs> but they all stopped listening as soon as I said that. Are okay. there bleachers? Are there bleachers for track meets? Yeah, there are. Did you have you watched the Olympics? Um, yeah, but yes, that's but that's a little bit different, don't you think? <laughs> it's very. The different. stakes are a little lower than a New Hampshire State meet. And you just did the boring part of track. You just ran places, right? You didn't jump stuff or throw things. <laughs> I you ran the in track a part of track and field. Yes, you did the track part. No, not the field. The field part way better. Did you, did you find the fact you were looking up? Oh uh, yeah, no Russians have been to the moon. They've they've landed stuff on the moon. They did not put any people there. So we definitely beat them. Okay. That's good. That even, was what we needed to decide. We've uh, concluded. We've even though it. technically they beat us in every other aspect of the space race, except for getting onto a person on the moon. Wow. And that's all we talk about in America. I feel like that's the big thing. We don't talk. We're like, mm-hmm. we were the first in space because we were the first to land people on the moon. We weren't. No, they were the first to put like an object in orbit, a person in orbit, a person to do a spacewalk, a person like... I don't know. There was like, there's like four or five accomplishments they had before we landed wow. a person on the moon. I'm just going to be the bigger person here and let the viewers know that Maxim is reading all of this off of Alex Jones's website. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have InfoWars open. InfoWars is... InfoWars. Don't plug his podcast. <laughs> InfoWars is locked on his tabs on Chrome. <laughs> Um, I'll wrap it up. I got my third fact about Derry, New Hampshire. (laughs) So we've had a lot of famous people, notably, uh, Alan Shepard, Connick Fiachin, and then, uh, this other person, we had Robert Frost. Oh, Robert Frost. Really? Robert Frost farm is a national historic landmark in Derry. You have to read a poem to us. No, I, so there's also like the Robert Frost woods and paths behind the farm. Mm -hmm. And I always thought that's the, that's where the road not taken was written about. Mm. And it might be written about that, but he lived there from, and him and his family lived there from 1900 to 1911. Okay. Road Not Taken was published in 1915. So, mm. so he wasn't there when he wrote that because uh, that's the only real poem I know of his offhand. Um, but yeah, he... Uh, Wait, isn't it isn't it Road Less Traveled? No. Road, I, road Not Taken? Road There's Not Taken. Them, right? I looked it up. There's road two not of them. Ta- Is it Road Less Traveled? I think they're both... I think it's... I'm not trying to Robert Frost flex on you right now, but I'm, I think it's Road Less Traveled because... Um, I haven't said, I never say, um, where did that come from? <laughs> Whoa. I geez. never say, um, surprising intensity. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Road not taken. It's the only one that's coming up. The road not taken. I think we always just say the road less traveled. That's an idiom, not a title. Interesting. But wow. I don't know anything about Robert Frost other than he writes stuff. I didn't know if there were, were two because they're both so frequently. Yeah, that's what I know. As both of those titles or idioms or idiots like me saying titles. <laughs> Idiot. Um. <laughs> Idiot. Um. Well, Pinkerton, uh, another looping it back into Pinkerton, uh, Robert Frost taught there for a little while wow. before he really got big and moved on. Um, 
And the rumor was, this is what I've heard, and this is what I've told people, and I tried to look it up, and I couldn't find this was true, if this was true, but I heard that he also was fired from Pinkerton. There was a lot of literary geniuses that, you know, quote-unquote geniuses that don't do things traditionally, so they a lot of the school systems that they were involved in, they didn't either finish or they got booty because they're from something down. Yeah, no, that's, what I, that's what I heard. It's like, he got really into his career, and they're like, you're out. But isn't that... I think that's pretty fantastic to be like, eh, yeah, who's the most famous person that taught at your school? Robert Frost. Oh, how do you do as a teacher? Oh, he, he was, he was terrible. He was awful. <laughs> um, there are people who are excellent at things who are terrible teachers. Mm-hmm. I learned that in engineering school. <laughs> a lot of fantastic engineers are not fantastic teachers. Also, I learned something else about Pinkerton. Pinkerton is the second studio album by American rock band Weezer, <laughs> released on September 24th, 1996 by DGC Rec- Records. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. That's, um, so yeah, those are the facts. You got me from there. It's right next to Hampstead. I hate that you do that. <laughs> um, it had the first potato ever planted uh, in the United States, which I don't believe is true. Uh, it's called Space Town, which I didn't know it was it was true. Uh, Alan Shepard's from there. Robert Frost is from there. Robert Frost Farm is in Derry, New Hampshire. And it was a car dealership for a little while. And then it became a landmark later on. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea of like, this is a historic farm where this legendary author and poet grew up and they're like, eh, make a BMW D. <laughs> <laughs> Pave over it. American capitalism at its finest. Yeah. I don't need books. I need to sell cars <laughs> off the lot. <laughs> oh, did I... Well, I explained where Derry was. Like, Hampstead is... It's in New Hampshire. Well, it's in. It's, <laughs> it's just west of the seacoast area, but it's in southeast New Hampshire. I think I said that. Seacoast area? Seacoast area is that we have like 16 miles of coast. And that's, really? Yeah. I didn't know New Hampshire had coastline. Look at our map up on the wall. <gasps> the map is on the wall. Oh, it you do? Tiny, it's a tiny, tiny amount. That's the seacoast area in the southeast portion. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. I see. Oh, okay. It's, and it's like over here somewhere. I did a little look around the map. Yeah. Dairy, New Hampshire. So uh, thank you for your facts, Connor. Yeah, you're welcome. welcome. Yeah, Connor, those facts were great. In all seriousness, I learned something today. I'm going to look more into the idiot part of the Robert Frost title and idiom. (laughs) Because I need to get that straight. (laughs) Uh, you yeah. go up on it's op- important go up to open mics and start screaming about titles it's not an idiom it's an idiot title <laughs> all uh, right you ready are you ready for your facts trevor yeah born ready all right here we go you just have a memory he has nothing in front of him folks i have it but i but i elbowed this mirror behind me so <laughs> i have to defeat no i have them written down but i also know them oh. one thing about me I have a really good memory. If you um, if you see his comedy, you'll understand. Yes, and you will. Trevor never forgets. We will be doing shows because we're not shitty open micers, right, Maxim? No, we're dog shit open micers. Oh yeah, dog I'm sorry. Shit. It's yeah. a different yeah, it's thing. Completely different. We're yeah, not bad. Yeah. We're just dog shit. Right, dog shit doesn't imply you're like unskilled. It implies that you're meaningless in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> so I, far, I would have gone with that people think we're savage and that's why we do it because there's a level of shit to dog shit that you know takes it up a notch that's my that's my optimism speaking that that is optimistic okay here we go fact one okay wait wait wait. what's the place where are you doing how many people live there that well that was going to be my fact zero Um, (laughs) 
So I'm doing Bedford, New Hampshire. Population, 22,458 as of 2017. Oh, the estimates. The mm. estimates. Yes. Oh. Small town, right? Yeah. Smallish. Yeah. Small, there are smaller, say, but there are bigger. And there uh, well, are cities. I think the big thing is we're comparing who's better, Derry and me. Or Bedford and you. Well, I'm going <laughs> to blow this puppy out of the water. So that's not the saying. Um, <laughs> no, that's a poem. <laughs> that's an idiom. Um, okay. So when I was talking earlier and going on a tangent about how, you know, basically I'm a moron sometimes. Um, the SAU 25 school district, which makes up Bedford's seven schools, what we had the best ranked best academic high school in New Hampshire, Bedford high school was academically ranked number one mm-hmm. before Connor tries to yell at me. No, we're better at track and field academics, <laughs> academics only. Um, and, wait, wait, where's this? How far are you from Derry? Just location wise. Oh, location wise. Um, Oh yikes. 20, 25 minute drive. So I, th- we're I go you're with, west of Derry though. Yes. Towards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But along the we same parallel to verify. Along the same parallel, though. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it's just like a straight shot west towards like, maybe it's a little bit south too. Hop on I ninety three. Yeah. Go down. Go down towards Bedford is a beautiful place, by the way. I've, yeah, it is. And I and I said that I wasn't a big fan of a lot of their towns, and I and I don't mean that. I just got um, bored a lot because it's New it, Hampshire. It's New Hampshire, and and the views are pretty, but sometimes you want to you know do things, which is okay. why I live here now. But I love my town. So yeah, it's a, they're across the Merrimack River from each other, and it's a four-hour, fifty-three-minute walk between wow. the towns. Yikes. Really? Well, you have to like like walk on the river, trail. and that takes a while. <laughs> yeah, it's only a sixteen-minute drive. <laughs> it's, it's a short walk. It, it, what takes a while is learning to walk on water. Yeah, exactly. That's what takes the longest. You're like, I'm halfway in the river. Um, <laughs> so ridiculous you're not allowed to swim if you're following the google maps walking direction you're not allowed to do anything else it's yeah, just like so it's uh, the best school quote unquote best high school but the school district public was actually school? nationally ranked yes mm. and oh, top for, for best because it can't be the best school you have uh, phillips phillips exeter in new hampshire best public high school public yes. public public phillips okay. exeter, phillips exeter mark just, zuckerberg oh. went so and andrew yang and uh Bowman Yang. You want to hear a funny story about Phillips Exeter? I'll tell you one. Do we have time? Of course we got time. Okay. So I, I wasn't your typical student athlete. Mm -hmm. I did my basketball stuff pretty well and I did do my school pretty well. Um, and I said, I'm again, which is going to annoy me, but I went to Phillips Exeter for an interview for basketball Mm -hmm. because I wanted to play in the Ivy league. Mm-hmm. I was smart enough to play basketball in the Ivy League, given their, you know, the way that they help student athletes. Mm-hmm. But as far as being a student, yeah, right. <laughs> so I went, to, <laughs> I went to Phillips Exeter on an interview, uh-huh. and I walked in, met the coaches. It went great. Went to the academic, you know, headmaster of the school for an interview. His first question to me was, "Tell me about the last ten books you read." I hadn't read 10 books at this point. (laughs) So I looked him dead in the face and I go, you know, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've read three books in the last five years. And if this is question one, this interview is probably over. (laughs) And I looked at him in the face and he goes, yep. (laughs) 
And I went up and I left. And I went home in the car and didn't talk to my mom. I just walked to the car. And then that's when I started reading more books because I felt like so demoralized. Wow. Yeah. That that is brutal. But I got flexed on academically at Phillips Exeter and it made me feel so inferior. I would have been like, do short stories count? <laughs> I've read one book with 20 short stories. <laughs> also, how, how am I supposed to answer that? Tell me about the last 10. Do I, do I list it out and talk about all 10 or do I just sit and like, say my favorite one out of the 10? Like, what are they like as a group? Yeah. Like describe a group of 10 books <laughs> at once. That's, I don't know, but that was demoralizing. And that's brutal. Yeah, but so they're very, you know, they're a great school. They, uh, they they're probably one of the top schools, top prep high schools in the country academically. That, that's a private but school, right? Yeah, they yeah. have an endowment of like it's like this, eight billion dollars. It's for comparable a high to school. Harvard. Like it's, it's insane. It's an Ivy League track school, one hundred percent. Like I said, Just Zuckerberg track or went field there. too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we got Zuckerberg. Zing. You got. I think Andrew Yang, uh, Bowman. I know Bowman Yang did. Uh, he's on SNL. If you're unfamiliar with him, um, he went there. Yeah. Oh, that's they, what my dad said. Yeah, because my dad works there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Their notable alumni section on Wikipedia is incredibly huge. Oh, the Olsen twins went there. But they also have a whole section for sexual misconduct. So <laughs> mm, oh, you're probably there, lucky you didn't yeah, get in no, trouble. There was actually a big scandal with that that we can talk about another time. Yeah, but, this isn't um, this isn't yeah. our town anyway. So this isn't my Bedford, town. Uh, um, I'm writing my own book called F. Phillips Exeter, <laughs> and it's going to be out, and they're going to I'm going to make them flunking out of Phillips. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so SAU 25, the school district in Bedford, was nationally ranked, and one thing that I think was a, a lot different of our high school and our school district was we had a lot of critical thinking assignments and readings that I think a lot of people kind of learn the basis of what happens in, t- in history and politics and stuff. But we had like open debates and mm-hmm. a lot of back and forth conversation and a lot of a lot of assignments were graded not off right or wrong answers, but your point of view and the way that you can convey it, which I think is alarming. huge for life. Yeah, and alarming <laughs> too. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I even though I know I'm uh, Pinkerton's better and Derry's better than Bedford. Well, you only say that because your uh, your school didn't teach you. That, so. <laughs> no, I was. We ran. I ran a few meets at at Bedford when I ran track. And, uh, it was, the school was very nice. Like I was always, Bedford felt like a very nice place. And everyone I met from Bedford, Bedford was super friendly. Uh, did you run the whole four hours, 53 minutes to get there? I walked, I, I oh. fell, I follow instructions. <laughs> did you do anything in the field part or just track? Just track. I so coached high track, jump. no field. Yeah. That's what you I did. I coached high jump though. Last year at Pinkerton in Derry. Why would they let you do that? If you've never jumped before? Great question. That's just called, that's just life. That's right called there. high school that's sports. That's lying on your resume. That's what he did. What a beast. No, I also helped with sprints, um, but they just needed, they're like, we How want to help dedicate. with sprints. You just run. You help with form. You, you give them. There, There's a lot that goes into running. Yeah, seriously. apparently. Uh, but not a, enough about me, folks. I know you want to hear more about the best town of Derry, New Hampshire, but. That was right. fact one. The, the fact was that our school system, or excuse me, our school system is. Superior to Derry and Pinkerton Academy. Okay. <laughs> well, we're, right. we're private, so we're not on the oh, list. We're not even in the list. Right. But yeah, fact one. Okay. Check. Nice. Is that 
Was that good? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, you're doing great. Yeah. Fact two. I've compiled a list of celebrities that are either from oh. or lived in Bedford, New Hampshire. Oh. Ready for this list? Yeah. I, I know some of these people on this no, list. No mooners up there. This is good because this is the first celebrity list we've had on the show so far. So I'll continue the academic trend with a nice transition. Dean Kamen, who invented oh. the Segway. Yeah, I knew the conversational Segway. <laughs> this is so Boom. high level. So All meta. the people that are in the public school list will get this. <laughs> uh, Connor, don't cry. It's okay. Um, yeah, Dean came in. I've been to his house, and let me tell you something. His house is real life Inspector Gadget. It's insane. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. I think there might even be images you you can pull up. This dude has a full fledged workshop of just. Gadgets and trinkets that you don't even know exist. It's was, almost like Area Fifty One in like a really. He nice does town. a ton of stuff because he was trying to do. He was trying to invent the the, uh, the purified hand, water too. Prosthetic oh, yeah. hand that could actually pick a grape. It was mm-hmm. like that's how sensitive. Yeah. Yep. He went. To, I didn't realize. Did he go to Bedford High School? Or was he from Bedford? So I just compiled the list. I wasn't actually sure if he's from. That's there, fine. But that's- he. He does have a house there. I've been to it. And he has a helicopter, dude. He has his own Yo, helicopter. This house is next level. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. He's got fl- why does he have flywheels just chilling in his house? You it, is his there's hum- things that you don't even know are real in his house. Is is the, what like he what what is this? We talked about this on the Iron Mountain episode. This is like a flywheel for like a giant pump. Is he extracting gold from anything else? He like- is first of all, he is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Super nice guy. He's an absolute brainiac. He's so smart. He's going on our shout outs list. So yes, uh, I'm, this is a this is a paid ad for Dean Kamen. <laughs> he does nothing. Wrong. He does nothing besides inspire me, and um, I pay him for it. Apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> thank no, you but for he, the inspiration. He was also working on conducting a giant machine to purify water. Mm-hmm. With, uh, for Africa, specifically for Africa. So I think he was working on something with natural temperatures of like, you know, nineties and hundreds to combine with purifying the water, just some next level thinking that none of us are, can, you know, can even <laughs> rationalize, but yeah, he's awesome. Um, that's just one of our, uh, superior to dairy celebrities. So it's a space. So, <laughs> and Hampstead, I um, mean, to be fair, the segue is pretty cool. Okay. Another segue, triple H, the WWE wrestler Ooh, lived in Bedford, New Hampshire. Chris no Carpenter, oh. Chris Carpenter oh, yeah. from the St. Louis Cardinals pitcher. Yeah. I went to his house for trick or treating and he opened the door and I was like, what are you doing? Here? <laughs> Give me a Kit Kat and let me touch your world series ring. That sick. must've been when he was really big too. When you yeah. were trick Cause when we were in uh, middle school that around that age, the Cardinals were dominant. Yeah. He had a world series ring and he would always come back pretty much right after. Cause Halloween's the end of yeah. baseball season. But he would, st- I don't know Max if he lives there or Chris yeah. <laughs> Did he pitch? No, he was, he went, he was on the Cardinals but the whole time, right? Pretty much. And then he got traded. He was their ace for a little while. He was a beast. Yeah. Um, Did he go to Bedford high school? Yeah. He must've, if he has a house there. Now. No. So fun fact. So he Bedford high later. school. He grew up in Raymond. Yeah. He grew up oh, okay. in Raymond. Bedford high school was established in 2009 and a lot of the pretty much everybody from Bedford would go to Manchester West before we had our high school. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. But West was good at sports and West was actually not a bad school. Why do we say yikes? It's, um, well, I shouldn't say yikes because I have a lot of friends from there, but 
Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just down a, 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 it's a very different school than it used to be. Manchester also is, is having its own problems. It's like the fentanyl epidemic is, oh, it's kind of like, there's, there's a lot of the town. It's not just Manchester West. Manchester has a lot of schools, but Manchester is going through some tougher times. Gotcha. Yeah. So. You just had to say the F word and I would have been like, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know pharmaceutical industry in America is destroying low income communities. It's I understand insane. that. Small towns. Small towns. Also going off this notion <laughs> I was researching and I found out that technically Mm-hmm. Bedford is a suburb of Manchester, which I didn't even know we had a suburb. Man, New Hampshire should have no suburbs. New Hampshire is a giant suburb. Yeah, New Hampshire. New Hampshire's got a million people. That's, that's but a like suburb ain't one. Twenty percent of New York, not <laughs> sure. even probably like 16%. it's like one point eight, I think. Yeah, yeah, or two point two million. It's really small. Wow. Um, I got a couple more celebrities. Okay, Let's do it. Sarah Silverman. Ooh. Good one. Seth Myers. Never heard of him. Also a good one. Um, and then randomly, I forget the guy's name, but he had something to do with McDonald's. He like <laughs> fa- he liked how he found McDonald's or like did something with I'll look it I'll look it up and uh plug it on my Instagram so you guys can <laughs> well, yeah. see happy meals. <laughs> Was it though? But didn't uh, Adam Sandler also live there for a bit? Adam Sandler lived in Manchester. Okay, because we were talking um, about that the other day. Yeah, I like how I did we, further research. We Manchester. spent so much time talking about the Segway guy, and then as three comedians, we like breezed over Sarah Silver and Seth Myers. Like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. Third, <laughs> third legend Trevor Glassman comes. Did Sarah Silverman's <laughs> one who lived there the longest, right? Because Seth Myers yeah. was born in Pittsburgh and like moved around a little. Yeah, bit. and Seth, and Seth has a brother named Josh who's a comedian and an actor and Sarah has a sister named Laura who's an actress. Oh, wow. So yeah, they also count as celebrities. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Good list. Great list. And then of course me, I'm, I'm actually a celebrity. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you guys are like, just shut up. Next fact. <laughs> Next fact. <laughs> That's number two. Next. Number two. Good. Nice. Number three. This is a little, this is a little off brand. We could call this, we could call this an indie fact. Ooh. The movie In Your Eyes has one scene filmed at the Bedford Village Inn, and that's the only time that Bedford has been featured in a movie. <laughs> Bedford, that place is actually really nice. Yeah, I used to go there nice. all the time because my aunt lived out in Keene, so we'd meet halfway from Hampstead, New Hampshire, to Keene, New Hampshire. Bedford's about halfway. Yep. In Your Eyes is a movie. I forget who the actresses and the actors are, but it's about uh, the movie actually takes place in New Hampshire. It's two people from New Hampshire that can see through each other's eyes. Hmm. It's so weird. And I like that the, the scene is shot in a village inn in Bedford, as if there aren't a million villages throughout the country. <laughs> There's a bunch. Like in that, if that's like you went out of your way to go to the one in Bedford, like there had to be, have been another it's a nice ground. Somewhere. It probably just looks good on camera. Yeah, that might be true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's aesthetically pleasing. Whoa, what a high level word that <laughs> Dar- Dar- you Dar- to to high school couldn't even couldn't even do it. Yeah. Big word for a guy who hasn't read ten books. <laughs> <laughs> I have now. Uh, we're about fifty five minutes in. Wow, we're doing so pretty good. Are we doing ads, quick ads, micro ads. Yeah, quick ads. Okay, micro ads. I got an ad for microwaves. Oh, geez, you really came you out. You see that microwave? The t- like he did a tiny wave of the yeah, hand. 
That was next level. Microwave. Uh, this ad has been brought to you by, this podcast brought to you by Microwaves. The word's so nice, they named it twice. I'm also going to uh, plug microwaves, but not the kind that you did. <laughs> I'm going to plug the type of electromagnetic radiation that exists in the micro- microwave spectrum. So I guess uh, keep using your cell phone. Mm-hmm. It's true. What do you, what do you got? Um, for an ad. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're a sponsor. You, you bring people, you get paid to do these appearances, of course. Right, so, right. Yeah. So, so this ad is brought to you by beta fish <laughs> that are, they're looking to step over the alpha fish who the alpha fish, <laughs> the alpha fish can actually breathe out of the water. So they're trying, <laughs> the beta fish are here to let you know that, that they're here to play. They're here to stay in the water and they're all looking for homes. Nice. Beta okay. Go adopt a beta fish. Nice. nice. Sweet. This mm-hmm. is also brought to you by, can I please use the bathroom real quick? Are you kidding me? I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, you can't leave the room. <laughs> Maxim, stop. <laughs> oh my God. You're going to have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely going to edit it out. But number one and number two. Does it, just number one. It'll be like two seconds. I just hydrated too well to avoid mouth. Okay, noises. fine. I'll pause If it. there were, was a number three, what would it be? Vomit. Yeah. Oh, that's so that's quick. That's so quick. Are we back on? Um, yes. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. My floor is very wet now. So I kicked, over, <laughs> I kicked over a glass of water coming back. Uh-huh. From the bathroom. Yep. Yep. He kicked over a glass of water. My floor is wet after he peed in my room. Uh-huh. I'm okay. also profusely sweating. So <laughs> <laughs> all these fluids are on Connor's floor. So before, before we get into my town, do you have any additional insights about your hometown that you want to share with us about Bedford? It's worse than Derry and Hampstead, but other than that, Bedford is Bedford's an interesting place. You mm-hmm. have people from a lot of wealthy and a lot of successful people live there. Mm-hmm. So some people would say that it may be a little snobby. Okay. Some people might be snobby and there definitely are some, there are definitely some moms that for sure belong in Long Island and have a reality show, but there are also some really cultured and nice people. And I say that because it's 95% white. Um, So, so there's a lot of people that maybe live in, you know, live in Bedford that are kind of revolved around what they do day to day, which, you know, a lot of people are, but there are some people with really cool stories that, that live there too. Also, just so you don't feel like Bedford's extraordinarily white, uh, New Hampshire is 95% white. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's true. New Hampshire is very, very white. And not on purpose. <laughs> 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 it's just the luck of the draw. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the snow you get there, right? That's what makes it so white. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, um, and, and I should say this it provided me a lot of opportunities and met a lot of people. And sometimes I wish I grew up in a place that had more going on, but I also wouldn't be me without it. So Fair. there's a wholesome end to that. You also wouldn't be you if you lived in Hampstead, New Hampshire zone. Whatever. That's so true. I'd be on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Jerry. New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'd be eating more crab Rangoon. Oh man. I need to try that. Brought to you by that golden leaf. <laughs> Go on. Come get your, uh, small town radio brand crab rangoon cheese wonton <laughs> just to add water no, that's <laughs> they're <nice>. barely <laughs> edible for all the crab and talk in you know, bedford bedford seems like a really nice place and like going through it's a, i don't know it's got it's a nice cool. feel to it it's cool and they have oh one more thing there's Ooh. this place called pizza bella that is a pizza it is the it is the greasiest 
It is worse than a middle school locker room. It is so <laughs> greasy and disgusting and so yummy. Pizza Bella off Route 101. If you ever get a chance to drive by, please pull over, get the buffalo chicken pizza with ranch dressing and fries, and you will feel like a disgusting piece of flesh, but you will be so happy, and I want you to remember that I told you to do it. Fantastic. That's for New Hampshire. Excellent. Yeah, if you, uh, any of our listeners from New Hampshire, if you pop into that place, why not send us a and then tell them to the send pizza. us money for that oh, great ad. It is gre- you, it's so greasy when you get the picture, you're going to have to wipe your screen off. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I'm going to open my Instagram so and grease is going to drip out of the audio jack. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, are we ready for my bit of the show? Let's do yeah. it. All right. Uh, you guys set them up, but I'm going to knock them down. Just kidding. I'm going to do something as not a New Hampshire resident or a former New Hampshire resident. A uh, quick note before I start. I have made the first round of stickers um, for the Small Town Radio podcast, and they will be um, at my house in a week and a half or something. And we'll be giving those out. And once we get... I'll probably do a second batch. We can start mailing them out to listeners if you want one. Haven't decided price or anything yet, but we have stickers on the way as our first bit of merch. So keep your eyes open for that. Oh, Should awesome. have said that up top of the episode, but here we are. You know what? That's the way we do it. This, this is how we do it. Now, this is... Go ahead. <laughs> I watched Step Brothers the other day. That's in Step Brothers, right? This is how we... They, they like sing it. Never mind. I might be wrong. I'm thinking of a different movie. No one's going to fact check you. <laughs> All right. No one's going to fact check me. Okay. 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 So my town is Pittsburgh, New Hampshire. All right. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I know a kid from there. Oh, really? He's 6'9". He's, he played basketball. He was a monster. Like He was humongous <laughs> and strong and, and came from Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. Is it a farming town? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I feel like. There's some strong, strong dudes in New Hampshire. The further north you get. Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually, um, the location of this is northern New Hampshire in Coos County. Part oh, of, Coos County. Part of the Berlin, New Hampshire, Vermont Micropolitan Statistical Area. So it's part of a micropolitan. It's the populate. The population is 813 people. Fact number one, uh, it is the northernmost town in New Hampshire with the largest town area in New England at 291 square miles. It is named after William Pitt, Prime Minister of the UK, as is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So this 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 town is right squeezed up against the border of Canada and it has a huge land area for some reason. <laughs> What's the population again? 813. So they have almost, everyone almost has a square mile of land. It's like, they have like a quarter of a square mile of land, yeah. pretty much. Wait, so if we go all the way up, mm-hmm. that's where it is? Yeah. I'm not even talking into this thing. Wow. It's, here, I have it on the Google map. I also, so we put a map up on my wall and Canada's in blue. And I just realized Canada looks just like the ocean should look on that map. Yeah, the, the ocean is orange and the Canada is blue. I don't know why it's like that. But as you can see on Google Maps, that's where Pittsburgh is. Look how big. Oh, wow. If you zoom out to almost space, it's just like the... It's basically... There's the 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 top border of Vermont where that chops off the top of New Hampshire. Everything above that border is the town of Pittsburgh. Yeah, there's only insane. 813 people in that big-ass area. <laughs> that's insane. 
That's yeah. actually a lot of land. It's a ton. So, uh, well, no, that's, that's weight. That's a weight measurement. So <laughs> it would be a life. We both it. went to Bedford and Pinkerton. So we know it's true. Well, if you dug, <laughs> if you dug up all that land, it would weigh it more than a ton. That's it would weigh a ton of tons. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's named after William Pitt, Prime Minister of the UK, as is Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So, William Pitt, uh, there is so much on him, and I did not have time to watch all of the hour-long documentaries about him, but he's an interesting character in that he was appointed to his Prime Minister position by King George III during the Revolutionary Times. He was a big figure during, during the French and Indian War. I think the English were part of that as well, mm-hmm. The and the American Revolution. He's a big player in this stuff so just to to run this by you so i'm assuming this place is named after william pitt mm-hmm. before the revolution revolution happens no longer a part of uh united kingdom and the town just goes eh, we'll keep the name i think i think this town i Okay, so I don't know a whole lot about William Pitt, but I'm guessing there's a reason that we even have Pittsburgh. I think he did something to help out the Americans okay. in some way. I don't know. Let's just say that's true. Let's let's put that out there. This is a classic. Uh, here's a little side note, but I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Typical of our podcast. Fact zero. Fact zero. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, he's important. Go watch a documentary on him, I guess, if you want. I'm not saying you should or shouldn't because I didn't watch any <laughs> or read a nonfiction book so that you don't get wrecked by Phillips Exeter Academy in an interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely humiliated. I'm going to set up another one for you now. You can go back to high school. Oh my gosh. I would be so good at high school. <laughs> I'd be so good at high school. I was talking about high school today with my friend and I realized that like, I didn't really feel like I learned anything between K to 12 until I started learning calculus. Like I can't believe how long it took us as like kids to learn fractions and just be able to read and write stuff. And then by the time I got to college, that was the first time I was like, I'm actually learning new things. It's remarkable. But Mm -hmm. that being said, you guys remember that shape, the rhombus. (laughs) (laughs) When have you ever used that in real life? Trapezoids too. Tables were trapezoids in in my middle school. So yep. Yeah, but they just did that just so they could have <laughs> something to sit on while they taught you. Big shape. Besides that though, like Pythagorean theorem. You use that in engineering? I do. That's like that's like it. But we learned that for a whole year. And and what's crazy is it took it takes when you're that young, I guess it takes you so long to figure that out. It's such a simple concept. And like, I didn't learn calculus until high school and that was AP calculus. So it wasn't even a class you had to take. Yeah. And I'm like, I think we really underestimate how smart kids can be if you push them academically. Cause I'm like, now I'm like, you could learn high school. You could teach calculus to a middle schooler. They just, it's just concepts. I don't know. It's not that bad. But, yeah. It's yeah. just the testing that's, that can be daunting. I feel right. like you could, you could sit and talk at anyone for any period of time and they could try and learn. <laughs> <laughs> Maxim's like, we're going to learn about Pittsburgh now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Here we go. Okay. Uh, Pittsburgh was, okay. This is fact number two. This is, this is why I chose this, this place. Okay. Okay. P- 
Pittsburgh was home to an independent constitutional republic called Indian Stream from 1832 to 1835. The republic was created due to an unclear boundary between the U.S. and Canada. Call back to the last lightning round episode where I did unusual weird, borders. Unusual borders, yeah. And this is this is an when I stumbled across this, like, oh my god, I could do this because this is like an old thing that this is on a previous episode. Well, Trevor, if you don't know, Maxim's a border boy. Yeah, I I did know that. That's how he introduced himself to me. <laughs> um, um, Maxim. Uh, Maxim, border boy. Nice to meet you. <laughs> bit of a <laughs> bit of a border boy myself. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there was an unclear border between the U.S. and Canada. The The boundary dependent was dependent on, quote, the northwesternmost head of the Connecticut River, of which there were three possible locations. <laughs> what? So this is how you, the, once again, these are people in the old timey days drawing bad maps and being like, we don't understand where things end up. <laughs> and now we both own this land. I bet cartography was a great job back in the day. Oh, it must have been so hard. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm guessing this is right. <laughs> it's like your best imagination. Pretty much. Yeah. And I mean, you get to like, if I was a cartographer back in the day, I'd draw like a rough map. Then I'd draw real detailed boats and sea monsters. <laughs> <laughs> X marks the spot. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> What's this X on the map? I don't know. It's definitely not the northwesternmost <laughs> head of the Connecticut River. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so because the border was unclear and open to interpretation, basically the area was both owned by the British and Canada and the U.S. And what this resulted in was tax representatives from both countries would tax the area independently, unaware that the other country had already taxed them because they both believed it to be their land. So in response to this... The citizens were, of course, very angry because they're getting double taxed by two two governments. I know where this is going. So this they, is where the tale of Robin Hood comes from. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> threw it out. He just swallowed it away. I'm trying. I was like, I'm just thinking. I'm like, yeah. Like, I guess a guy with a bow could have lived killed there. a it's lot definitely of people. Not a US thing. <laughs> so yeah, um, they had a really famous robber that was a fox that stole from the rich and gave to the poor. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the the people were pissed off, and they created this Indian Stream Republic to combat the taxation problem until the U.S. and Canada could agree on a border. So their constitution literally states. The people inhabiting the territory formerly called Indian Stream Territory do here solemnly and mutually agree with each other to form themselves into a body politic by the name of Indian Stream, and in that capacity exercise all powers of a free, sovereign, and independent state so far as it relates to our own internal government, till such a time as we can make an... (laughs) as we can ascertain to what government we properly belong. So it's basically like literally their constitution is like, we're going to do our own thing until you sure. fuckers <laughs> figure it out. Like, <laughs> So they have their own country pretty much. Yeah. It's like they were, they made their own country. It wasn't formally recognized by like a lot of like yeah. political bodies, but to themselves, they're like, fuck you. We're stop. Do they taxing still pay us. the taxes? No. They nice. just did their own thing. Um, that's an alpha. Move. That's an alpha town move. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just a town. They're like a town that went full sovereign state mode. Like that's like super Saiyan for like a town. They didn't like, even limit themselves to town. They're, they're just them. Yeah. <laughs> and they do their government. <laughs> exactly. They're like, we we choose. Yeah. This is our decision. 
So um, on July 30th, okay, so there's a whole big story that happens after this, and I'm going to summarize it because it was like so long, and I was like, I, I'm not going to write this out, but I'm yeah. going to do my best to verbally describe it. On, 18th, on July 30th, 1835, the Republic of Indian Stream was re- invaded by a New Hampshire militia, Red led by Sheriff Coos, hence Coos County. They surrounded the town. The citizens of Indian Stream petitioned the British government for protection. The British did not respond in time, so the citizens of Indian Stream agreed... Indian Stream... (laughs) Indian Scream! Indian Stream... (laughs) They agreed to be annexed by New Hampshire. So basically, like, a militia invaded them, and they were like, hey, British government, come help us if you actually like us. And the British government took too long, so like, oh, guess we're Americans. And... That's how that went. But then afterward, the British government was not happy. Yeah. And they were like, no, that's our land, though. And there was some weird um, thing where I think it was there was an, an American citizen who owed a hardware store debt to someone else in the town. And that a group of them arrested this guy. And when they arrested him, the British newspaper reported that the arrest happened in British territory instead of United States territory. So this basically led to a small scale, quote unquote, war where like a, two militias faced off. And like they uh, I think it was the um, like the New Hampshire group like captured like some British magistrate or something. Mm-hmm. They hit him in the head with a saber and like like basically cut his head open and then they, they dragged him back to Vermont immediately treated his wounds. And they were like, no, fuck you. That's, this is the United States. And they were like, okay, fine. But the, the British government apparently communicated with Andrew Jackson, like the president and became this whole international affair. And I think one of the quotes he said was, we're not going to let this turn into a full scale war over a hardware store debt. (laughs) But what a time. Yeah. I feel like <sighs> this is some yeehaw shit and not a yeehaw part of the country. That would never happen at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't. Uh, that so would yeah. make it more fun. I, I, I suggest That's really interesting. Hit up the uh, if you go onto the Republic of Indian Stream Wikipedia page, there's the there's a story in more detail. I might have summarized it like a little incorrectly, but that's the gist of it. And it is kind of an interesting read. And what drew me, drew me to this town was the border dispute because I was like, oh my goodness, it's a callback to a previous episode. Border boy. Border boy. Border boy. Hi, I'm Maxim. Border boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I'm going to jump into fact number three. This is I decided to do some present day facts. Okay, cool. To kind of, you know, I, I do a lot of history, so I was like, I don't do like a, what's going on now. Um, Pittsburgh is a is a big destination for snowmobiling and ATV riding. Um, mm. In the winter, thousands of people visit t- uh, Pittsburgh to take advantage of their trails. Um, they can bring you from uh, they can bring snowmobilers from elsewhere in the state of. New Hampshire to Pittsburgh with access to the states of Maine, Vermont, and the border crossing to Canada. Some of the trails are used in the summer for ATVs. So it's so many trails, and like you, the, by the location on the map, you can tell you can cross into other places. But sprawling, very open, very open landscape for that type of they, snow sport. They, I, yeah, Northern New Hampshire has a lot of like trailheads that mm-hmm. are, are interconnected. It's a, it's definitely a winter wonderland mm-hmm. up there. Yeah. And then final fact, I have a little fact number four. Wait, quick question. Mm-hmm. Do, do you have to bring a, I'm not even being funny when I say this. Do you have to bring a passport when you go s- snowmobiling in case you go into Canada? I'm willing to bet you do. 
because I mean there there is yes. there is issues like I have seen there was a something that happened in the ski community last year it wasn't like an incident but uh, a dude was a pro skier was filming a ski edit in South Korea and where the ski resort was you can accidentally cross the border into the North Korean ski resort and then they they're like yeah, hey what are you doing over wow. here but he just went back to the top of the mountain and skied back into South Korea <laughs> think he was all right. <laughs> But yeah, okay, fact number four. That's um, snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you're a Pittsburgh resident or a resident of New Hampshire or northern New Hampshire, Pittsburgh will fall within the path of totality during the solar eclipse of April 8th, 2024. So book oh. your ho- hotel room because in four years there's going to be a solar eclipse and you might as well be prepared to head up there. Actually, a ton of people travel because uh, I think the po- path of totality was in Oregon the last time we had an eclipse. Yeah, it, it went through Wyoming as well. Yeah. The, the line was like this, right? Like, I don't... It's, it's always kind of an angle. Yeah. yeah. It, um... Well, there was a place, I forget what it was called, but a ton of people, like, like years in advance had filled out, uh, like, uh, people were renting out their houses for hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get through the town driving, so I'm sure right. it's going to be the same exact thing. Right. In Columbia, Missouri, that that's where I went to school. That's same thing. People yeah. just came in from all over the place. Cause it's smack in the middle mm-hmm. right in that line. We, we had the, the, that same eclipse that you saw, it went through Wyoming and me being from Denver, lots of people can drive to Wyoming. It's like an hour and a half, two hours, mm-hmm. but the, the roads to get there, there's I 25, which I think towards Wyoming is like two lanes, both ways. And then all the other roads are like one lane each way. So the infrastructure in Wyoming is not built for a light tens of thousands of people to migrate up for one day. Like people said it took them like eight hours to get home from an hour and a half drive. Crazy. That's wild. It's better. You're better off biking at that point. Like if you want to bike, that would be fun Do a long trip. It'd be very hard. Can you imagine like biking? Do you like, okay, I've got a five hour bike ride ahead of me and I have to get there at this time or else the eclipse is going to (laughs) happen. I'm going to miss it. And you bike all the way there and you just miss it by like five <laughs> minutes. But it's better than being in a car and be like, oh, we're going to take an hour and a half and then getting stuck in traffic and then being in the car the whole time. Yeah. But I mean, if you got stuck in traffic on the way back to or from the eclipse, you're welcome to listen to all of this podcast. What a yeah. beautiful, beautiful wraparound to that whole <laughs> thing. <laughs> and that is marketing. Yeah. That I is, really tied that back. And that is New Hampshire at its finest, folks. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, this is a, Good episode. Do you have any final thoughts? Questions? Uh, any, like any general New Hampshire stuff you guys want to talk about from being from there? I don't. Uh, New Hampshire is a good place to go and do a lot of outdoorsy things. We have uh, the White Mountains. Mm-hmm. We also have Mount Washington, which for a long time had the fastest recorded wind speed on the planet. Is that just in track or in field too? <laughs> <laughs> um but the Appalachian trail goes up through there. So it's like, a, it's a good place to hike. And I know a lot of people trying to do like the 4,000 footers. Uh, so it's not, not Colorado hiking, but it's like a, I don't know, an outdoor easy place. Mm-hmm. The old man fell a long time ago. Um, it R. was P. Yeah. I, what is that? Old man in the, in the mountain. There was this, there was this mountain in Franconia. Notch? I think it's Franconia. Franconia, Laconia. One of those. Well, yeah, something Conia. <laughs> what was it? Un- uh, Frank Franconian or Laconia? La- Laconia, one of those two. They're, they're they both exist. I just forget which yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was this this mountain about five hundred feet tall, and naturally, 
it started eroding mm-hmm. and it formed what looked like a, a face of an old man. Yeah. Oh, let me see. New Hampshire's the boomer state. <laughs> old man in the, then it fell <laughs> old off. Boomer in the mountain and then it collapsed. <laughs> old boomer in the mountain. Oh my goodness. That's an episode title right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. And then it uh, collapsed and died. And oh, that's unfortunate. That's just the rock. Yeah, cycle, but if you folks. drive through uh, New Hampshire, all the the license. The, oh yeah, my license plate. You see this look license plate jawline over here? Wait, look at look at over here on this wall. Okay. You stand up. Look at our license plate. New Hampshire live for your die. You back? Oh yeah, it's like oh okay. The old yep. man on the mountain's on everything there, even though it fell off. And there's an old woman of the mountain. In a different notch, and they just didn't replace the old man with the woman, which is. And she got mad when her husband fell and didn't come home. <laughs> You're eight minutes no, late. You're eight years late. You don't know. Maybe she's happier now that old man in the mountain. Oh my gosh. She's probably a sigh of relief. She's living her best life. She now. just turned to a, di- a giant diamond. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty cool like face. This looks like um like in uh like uh like fantasy movies. It, oops, it looks like a a golem or something like. What does a rock elemental look like? It's like, oh, old man, the mountain. Yeah, it's cool. Good yeah. chin. Good chin. Great chin. Look, yeah. It kind of looks like mine. That nose and chin is pretty- <laughs> Look, look, Connor, look, right? Oh, yeah. I see it. <laughs> Max, your turn. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, <laughs> people that don't see the, the video footage of this, um, you don't want to anyway, because <laughs> my face is a rock. <laughs> Um, so conspiracy, uh, old man on the mountain fell and incarn in emanated into Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have a rock for a brain. Uh, <laughs> shout out number one school district. Um, we have, we have one, uh, similar in my hometown of, uh, Arvada, Colorado. Um, it's called the sleeping Indian. When you look at the mountain range, it looks like a guy laying on his back cause there's like a nose and chin. Um, and they're going to change the name to sleeping native American. They really should. I never <laughs> liked that name. Um, I don't know if I, I don't even know if there'll be like pictures of it, but it's like kind of a local thing. Um, ah, there we go. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, it does look like yeah, a guy. Yeah. I always said he had a little caterpillar on his nose cause it's like that there, but yeah, it looks eyelashes, like just long, distinct eyelashes, really long eyelashes. But yeah. maybe he's not sleepy. Maybe he just had a really long day at the tribe and he's just, he needs some downtime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's just napping after running in track and field. <laughs> uh, I think um, New Hampshire has some other places. Yeah. New Hampshire's got a lot of big time ski mountains and, and yeah, winter activities. Mm-hmm. They also have, I'm blanking on the town. No, Truckee, California though. Truckee, California. Dude, keep it East coast. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, there's a town that I've been to and I'll, and I forget, but there's probably a bunch. They have, they have a simulation of the, what's that dog? The Iditarod. Okay. Yeah. They yeah. Have simulation and they train for the Iditarod in New Hampshire. Oh really? Yeah. And you can go, the Iditarod is an is an Alaskan race where dog snow slide. dogs pull right, right, yeah, yeah. dog sled, yeah. But they have they train in a couple of towns in New Hampshire because the the climate and the field is similar. <laughs> Sorry, I said field because Connor was a track boy, not a field boy. Border boy, track boy, border boy, track boy. That's our. Those are our. Either way, we're running. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's we. I think that's a lot about New Hampshire. That is quite a bit. That was good stuff. Oh, foliage. Wait, one more thing. Foliage. How could I forget? Yes. Okay. Foliage is when the leaves change color from the fall, and it's 
very great for Instagram pictures nowadays. I didn't personally take any, but if you beautiful do want to go up there and visit, it really is a, a cool thing. It's I'm a creepy state. It, yeah, it's for sure. Do you have like? A, is there like a specific month that's like best for it? October, mm-hmm. October, September, October. It depends on the rain, the amount of rain you got that year too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it lasts longer, sometimes it's shorter. But it, the, you have more. Like Oregon has, where I went to school, had leaves changing colors. But you just have so many more colors in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very overwhelming in a positive way. That's yeah. dope. Well, in like yeah. Denver, it's like there's two colors. There's pine trees which always stay green. There's mm-hmm. aspen trees which turn like gold, and then their leaves fall off. Yeah, so it's like a cool contrast. That's pretty but cool. That's, that's it. You got like purple all the way up to like really light yellow, uh, reds, oranges. Wow, it's green and gold are my favorite colors too. Should have nice. been an Oregon Duck. Yeah, I should go there. Yeah. No. Cool. Okay, uh, so thanks for listening. Yeah, well, I remember to listen at this point. Listen, follow us on Instagram at ST Radio Pod. Follow me on Twitter at Maximum Allen. Follow Connor on his Instagram at Kafia Chain. Also found through our ST Radio Pod page. Follow Trevor. Come say hi to us at open mics. Yeah, yes. we're not dog shit. Um, we're dog we're, shit. We're actually really funny. We are really funny as being self deprecating. He's we're all freaking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we um, are. Uh, joke number four. Do we have a joke? A joke for today. Do you want to, do you want to do a quick joke at the end? You have like a a one liner, a cheesy one. This way we people, we make sure people stick around. It's the last thing we, Oh, how about this? Um, why did the chicken cross the road in the small town? Why? Why? Um, he didn't, he got hit by a car. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) all right. And that's why you don't cross the street. That's why we need better rails in them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, thank you for listening and thank you for having me yeah thank this you for awesome. coming yeah. this was good, yeah. good job on your research this, this was is, excellent this was really yeah. fun three-way high five okay ready that was so ew it, that was actually perfect cool. it felt kind of cool it was the way it's supposed to be it didn't sound right it didn't well, it sound clap, as good but... as it felt <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right thank you for listening thanks of course bye bye <laughs> <laughs>